Welcome to today's short episode, Just Give Me Five Minutes, where we're going to dive into the world of fire sprinkler systems. We'll explore and cover the requirements of fire sprinkler systems in plain English. I'm Mark Eckert, and together we're making our way through NFPA 13. So let's get started for today's. Today we're continuing in Chapter 7, and we're covering the requirements for the location of dry pipe valves and dry pipe valve priming water levels. Dry pipe valves are an essential component in a sprinkler system. These systems are designed to be protected against freezing and mechanical damage when they're installed in areas exposed to freezing conditions. We want to ensure proper function, and to do that, certain rules must be followed. First, let's talk about the valve room. These riser rooms have to have adequate lighting and adequate heat. It's important to note that the heat source has to be permanently installed and we cannot rely on heat tape as an adequate heat source. NFPA 13 tells us that heat tape may not and shall not be used as the primary means to protect a dry valve, riser, or water supply against freezing. Now, the riser room has to be protected by a sprinkler. Since the dry valve is in a heated space, NFPA says the sprinkler installed in the dry pipe valve room enclosure, or as we call it the riser room, can be supplied from the dry side of the system or from a wet pipe system, if there's a wet system covering the area of the building where the dry valve is located. Dry valves use priming water to help hold the valve clapper closed. If the priming water is too low or too high, the system may not operate as it should. When it comes to high water level protection, there are two options. If the dry valve can be reset without removing the faceplate to completely drain the system, an automatic high water level signaling device or an automatic drain shall be used to prevent water from accumulating above the clapper. However, it's my personal recommendation to remove the faceplate of a dry valve each time we reset the system. This helps to ensure the priming water level will be correct and, in addition, will also allow us to verify the mechanical parts and the gaskets are in good condition. By implementing these measures, we can know we have an efficient location and proper protection of the dry pipe valve. Remember, proper protection against freezing and mechanical damage is crucial to the reliability and operation of any dry system. Like I said, this is going to be a short episode, and that wraps up today's. Join me next time when we continue our journey through NFPA 13, and we'll be discussing Air Supply. Not the sappy love song 80s band, but Air Supply for Dry Systems. Until then, stay safe, and as always, remember to measure twice and cut once. <laughs>